This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people get expert revenge on those who have wronged them. Today's post. I was doomed to fail, so I took my classmate with me. My university career is a marred one, tainted with a lot of personal issues between two courses, but this story is not about any personal issue. It is, however, about how my first course came to a close. I spent my entire time at university in a highly ranked university in England, my first course being mechanical engineering. First year was a doozy, with one of my modules, computing, programming in Python essentially, finishing at 98%, with a first in the module being at 70%. I only lost the 2% because of one unclear comment in a bit of code, and this was public knowledge among my year group. This put me quite comfortably at top of the class for the module, and would put me in everyone's crosshairs every time they had a programming issue. Then rolls around second year. Right at the beginning of the year, we were informed that there will be a group project throughout the year, and we had a choice between a number of projects, all but two of them geared more towards the other engineering disciplines. One of which was building a robot to compete, which was the popular option. Competing is cool. Robots are cool. What could possibly go wrong? Oh boy. We were bunched into groups of four, or five, where there weren't enough people to make another group of four. I was put into one of the fours, and upon the first meeting, I already had my suspicions that things were going to go south. To introduce you to the people involved in this disaster. Me. <laughs> Girl power. The two female members. They were good eggs. Rugby guy. The star of today's show. Played rugby for the university. The professor, the guy in charge of the project, supervision, and advising the teams. The first meeting was to introduce ourselves, get to know any specialties that anyone might have, and ideas to tackle the tasks that we were given regarding robot design and implementation of our ideas. Girl Power were quick to inform us that they had little practical experience in creating a robot, and their programming scores weren't so hot, but they'd be more than happy to chip in on the design process and do a larger chunk of the paperwork. I was initially skeptical, but took everything they said on board. Then Rugby Guy chimed in saying he's done this project before. All heads immediately snapped in his direction. He explained that he failed the class last year, thus was repeating this year. This is important information. So I asked him if he knew how to program, do electronics and design, and he said a very short, yeah. He was mostly silent during the rest of the discussion, even when me and Girl Power tried to include him and get his ideas. We eventually agree by majority vote on what we plan to do, and delegated design responsibilities using CAD software to design the components and make a prototype. The professor informed us that we must have all of our design work done before we attempted to implement any of it, and that everyone must contribute in some way. In several weeks' time, we were to present our prototype and how we designed it. 
I, of course, did my chunk of design of components. Girl Power's combined efforts also pushed forward their CAD design flawlessly. I was over the moon with just how slick their teamwork was. You couldn't name a more iconic duo. My mood came crashing down to earth, however, with the complete lack of anything from Rugby. Without his contribution, we couldn't get any further. We pled our case to the professor, but he didn't budge on this ruling. I did, however, take the time to do Rugby Guy's responsibilities by myself, and even what software design I could envision at the time in an attempt to make sure we wouldn't fall too far behind. Come the presentation, we had absolutely no robot, not even a block of wood, to present. The professor lambasted us ruthlessly. It was clear he was disappointed and quite angry by the sheer lack of productivity our team presented. Girl Power came prepared for this, however, and had printed evidence of the work they did. I had printed evidence too, compiled of the work they did under their names, the official work I did under mine, and Rugby Guy's responsibilities, which I also did. The professor then took us outside, a grave look on his face, and told us that every year there was one problem group, and with every year he made an offer, to split them into two small groups, or to keep the group as is. Girl Power were immediately against the idea, citing they would be sticking together if they were to split, and they weren't going to split unless they could take me with them. This is the only time I have been popular with women, clearly. The professor asked me, and I just said the evidence says everything that needed to be said. He rejected the evidence, claiming that anyone could put their name on something, which is technically true. We left the initial presentation with a failing grade, with a 2.1 upper second final mark only being possible with absolutely flawless final result. With the group project having such a large bearing on the final grade of the course, a poor grade there would spell trouble for the remainder of the course. The professor encouraged us to stick as a team to get the final product done as well as we can, as well as the necessary paperwork discussing our allocation of responsibilities, CAD, and software design, time management, materials, the works. The revenge begins. After pleading again with the professor, he allows us to go forwards with the implementation of the project regardless of Rugby Guy's lack of contribution. I inform the professor that I shall be thoroughly documenting all meetings, all correspondence via Facebook, text, and other messaging systems, and who's been submitting work. Then an idea struck me. I had friends in computer science and software engineering, and they'd often talk about stuff they were doing. That's when I found out that the university had their own Git system. For those who don't know what Git is, it's a source versioning software, so people could push their own contributions to the development of a project, pushing commits. In short, you could bundle up files you've created or edited, Add a comment to the bundle, usually to summarize what you've done in other notes, and push it through for someone to authorize. This allows collaboration on a project from many people. This is just a very basic summary of Git, but it'll suffice. I inquire more and find out that although it's mainly used by the faculty that my friends were in, the entire university could create projects in this software using their university email. I bring this up with the professor, asking if it's okay to use this software during the development of the robot and its paperwork. He says, that's the first time anyone suggested it to me, but if it helps you keep on top of things, go ahead. 
I'm interested in how this turns out. I contact the group on Facebook that I have devised a way to keep all our work managed without having to constantly exchange files via Facebook or email, and that I requested they all contact me privately so I could, quote, show them the way. Girl Power both individually messaged me, and I introduced them to the wonderful world of Git. Rugby Guy read the message in group chat, but never got in touch with me. I insisted that every little thing we've done, every time we've created or made a change to any file related to the project, we commit and push what we've done to our Git repository. Whether it was whole pages of text, or code, or a single sentence, or line, it got committed. The team were also to have meetings. Every meeting was arranged via Facebook group, and an email sent to each team member via university email with the time, location, and purpose of the meeting. After some convincing during each Facebook discussion to arrange, each meeting ended up being held in a different room to previous meetings. At the beginning of each meeting, I insisted on taking a group picture on my phone, which I insisted on pulling silly faces for. I also placed a dictaphone at the center of the table for each meeting, so we had an audio recording. Meetings mainly consisted of how much progress I made on the development side, how much progress Girl Power made on the documentation side, and Rugby Guy... not really present. He only turned up to two meetings, promising to do some work on the hardware side of things. At the end of the day of each meeting, I would send everyone in the team an email with the meeting minutes, an attachment of the group picture, and the audio recording. After a few meetings, Girl Power pulled me to the side and asked me, what all the picture-taking was about, and why I insisted on a change to a different room every time. I answered, I like the change of locale, and memories are always nice. They gave an unsure, okay, a quizzical expression, and just left it at that. Then came the actual creation of the robot. As Girl Power were in charge of most of the documentation, the onus lay on me and Robot Guy to do the development side with me supposed to handle mostly the software side. Upon each arrival to the workshop, I would take a selfie of myself outside the workshop, and also a selfie with random people in the workshop each time. I would ask for their university email to send the selfie to them as quirky memories. I also took pictures of the robot before and after each time I was in the workshop. Rugby guy showed up once to cut out a base out of wood. So we fell worryingly behind. Girl Power did their best with the limited practical ability to help, but sadly, the vast majority of electronics and getting labor work done fell to me. As a result, I ended up having to skip out on numerous lectures and seminars to get the implementation work done. The situation was so dire that I knew there was no way I was going to catch up on all the learning missed. I knew I was doomed, so I rejected all of the girls' help so they could at least study and help themselves and I would ensure the project got sorted. By the final presentation and competition, my team had somehow managed to win our university's little robot tournament by a very slim margin. Rugby guy, who actually turned up to the competition and presentation, breathed a sigh of relief, got hugs from girl power, and the professor took us to the side to offer his congratulations and said he honestly didn't think we'd make it. We all smiled and laughed including the rugby guy who had no idea the shitstorm that was about to hit him. After all was said and done, every person in the class was given a form to evaluate their teammates anonymously, rating the contribution of each named T 
teammate from 0 to 4 for participation, quantity of contribution, quality of contribution, and general teamwork, with 0 being absolutely nothing. Nil. Zero. At the bottom was a box for comments. I, of course, gave the girls solid fours across the board, as they were an absolute godsend, and I love them for it. They took me aside and revealed to me that they were both giving each other and me fours. And as it turned out, we all agreed to give rugby guys solid zeros for contributions and teamwork. They gave him a zero for participation. I gave him a one, because he did technically turn up to two meetings. In the comments, I simply wrote, See evidence. Handed in the form to the professor directly and left before he could get a word in edgewise. Then I got home, booted up my laptop, and opened up Word. I also opened up the webpage for our Git repository, our Facebook group messaging, and my university email. Remember the group used source versioning software to keep on top of the project? Each commit had the name of the committee and their email address. Screenshot every single commit and its message. Then the Facebook messages with all group discussions and also girl power messaging me privately to learn about, quote, the way. Screenshot. Every workshop selfie and selfies with random individuals. Insert into document. Robot pictures for each session? Insert into document. Group selfies? Insert into document. Sound recordings of meetings and meeting minutes? Compile all into a zip file complete with text, copy, and paste of each email regarding meetings and the selfie emails. I then proceed to sit on all of this until I got the email I figured was coming. The professor sent an email to me asking me to meet him in his office to discuss the scores I had given to my colleagues. The day of the meeting, two hours before it, I went to the university library to print off my Word document of pictures. While the document was printing, I went onto the Git repository and created a link to join the project. I then opened my email, sent the professor the zip file I had compiled, writing, Please find attached audio recordings of each meeting, emails I have sent to people I've taken selfies with, and a link allowing you into our Git repository. I treasury tag my document pages together, carefully place it in my backpack, and head to the professor's office. I knock, stating that I'm here for the meeting. I'm asked to come in, and I see girl power looking somewhat grim, and the professor with a look of thorough annoyance. I close the door, and he immediately starts with, You've sent me worrying scores for your colleague. Do you understand that the scores you give your colleagues will reflect the mark they get for this module? We all nod. So you understand that the scores you give to Rugby Guy will reward him next to no marks, so he will fail the module outright and cannot pass the year? We all nod. Did you know that Rugby Guy is repeating the year? We all nod. Do you know the university's policy regarding retaking the year? I state that I'm not sure what policy he is referring to. He states that essentially, barring extraordinary circumstances like personal issues or major illness, you cannot repeat the same year a third time, i.e. if you fail the second time, you're out. Finished. He then pulls out my form in particular. It says in your comments, see evidence, but you forgot to give any evidence. Before I ask why exactly you're giving him such poor scores, do you have your evidence with you, OP? 
At this point, I was smiling so hard, my cheeks were hurting, and the poor man trying to help his failing student had a look of consternation on his face. I slid the backpack off my shoulders, opened it up wide, and pulled out hundreds of pages all bound by tags. I said, I have sent you an email with a zip file. In it is the sound recording of every meeting, as well as many emails regarding meetings, as well as selfies sent to other people. In it, you will also find a link that will allow you into our Git repository, so you can see it for yourself. Before you do so, please take a look at this. I placed the document next to the textbook on his desk. The document is thicker than the textbook. I explained the nature of each set of pictures included in the document, with the professor dead silent throughout the entire explanation. This included the group selfies, so the pennies suddenly dropped for the girls and an audible, oh, coming from one of them. Once I finished explaining, there was just silence in the room for two minutes as everyone just stared at the pile of paper on this guy's desk. The professor then told us that we could leave. A couple of days later, we get another email from the professor. Quote, evidence accepted, scores accepted, Initial mark for final project, 80%. Mark will be adjusted due to unbalanced contribution. I just passed a number of my other modules, but failed one too badly to continue to the next year. Girl Power did great, though, and we're super happy that our group grade was miraculously bumped up to a 2.1. I dropped mechanical engineering and transferred to computer science at the end of that year. So that's our post today, guys. I think with my last pro revenge reading, I said that I really like when they uh, when they plan something ahead, and I think this one just dials that up even further. This is just a meticulously crafted document. I'm not sure, like it's 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 this weird power play to bring the uh, the paper document into the meeting and send it last minute before that meeting. If I was the OP, I probably would have kept open communication with the professor throughout. Um, and maybe tried to, I don't know, pressure rugby guy into doing his part rather than just, I don't know, screwing him over at the end. Not to say he didn't deserve it, right? He didn't do the work. He doesn't deserve to get a good grade on the project. Uh, it is satisfying to read and to hear, but it's certainly an interesting way to handle it with the power play of just boom, dropping the document basically on the professor's desk out of your backpack in the meeting itself. I love this one. Very entertaining. We hope you guys enjoyed it too. As always, if you liked the video, if you have any reactions or any comments, leave a like or a comment down in the discussion below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.